Hello, and welcome to On a Mission Podcast, where we aim to inspire and educate through sharing stories and experiences in the real estate industry. It's hosted by Dina Frank, a licensed realtor in the state of Minnesota at Remax Results, a Good Life Group, and Kelly Tanky, loan originator, NMLS 1599804 at Summit Mortgage Corporation, NMLS 1041. We started this podcast so we could share real stories from real people on their experiences in the real estate industry and break down barriers. We hope that by sharing these stories and experiences, it helps you feel more confident and comfortable when it comes to buying or selling. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, enjoy. And now let's get to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of On a Mission Podcast. I'm Dina Frank. I'm Kelly Tanky. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, it's like an afternoon cheers party. Coffee. Coffee. Oh. Just a little bit. <laughs> I just have my big old water, water mug. Uh, <laughs> and today, we have a special guest who we're very excited to talk to. But Kelly, mm-hmm. do you want to introduce him since... You know him better than I do. I, I do, but only minimally. So, and it's so funny because I feel like I have known Chris so much longer, but uh, please everyone welcome Chris Reese. He is a, an Arizona real estate agent and how we got connected, I can't quite remember. So if you do, Chris, please, um, I would love for you to share. Um, but we, like, if there are like opportunities where I see like somebody who has been moving, like they have discussed moving down to Arizona, I am always putting them in touch with Chris. And I carefully, carefully vet the individuals who I'm going to be referring to if it's out of state. Um, and so I followed Chris for some time, um, decided he was worthy. It didn't take very long. Plus, I think all of you guys, once you start to hear Chris talk and just his personality, you are going to fall in love with him. He's incredible. He's got an incredible personality, which obviously shines through in what he does in real estate and for his business as well. So, um, Chris, do you remember how the heck we got introduced? Uh, it was it was through a mutual friend, and and that part escapes me. But I know it was through yeah. the Brian Buffini networking event. Like you had you had a guy named Tony or a friend of yours that yes. wanted to move down here. And yeah. he was looking at here in Texas and Florida, I think. And yep. we had, and so we were connected by that person and you sent me that guy and he ended up yeah. being, um, buying in either Texas or Florida. So yeah, um, no, it was he, through the network. Tony actually is ironically, um, yeah, no, he might be in Texas. It's so funny. I haven't kept, I haven't kept up to speed with him, but periodically he'll come back here to the twin cities. But he was um, somewhere down south, not Arizona, but was building in Utah. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, forget about that. I'm moving to the East Coast. And I was like, wow. okay, totally <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> anyways, you win some, you lose some, but cool. So Chris, we're so excited to have you on our podcast. Um, how we love to start everything off with our guests 
is with some rapid fire questions. So are Sweet. you ready? I'm ready. All right. First of all, where are you from? I was born in Los Angeles and my parents moved us to Mesa, Arizona when I was five. Mesa is a right. suburb of Phoenix. Okay. Wonderful. Nice. North, south, east, west of uh, Phoenix. It is east. It's okay. considered the East Valley. And I still reside um, in Gilbert, which is another another suburb of Phoenix. Excellent. Cool. Awesome. Uh, favorite restaurant? Anything with rare steak. Any <laughs> any red meat selling <laughs> restaurant, I'm down with. And sushi. Sushi's good, too. So Love a protein it. guy. You like your oh, protein. I like yeah. pork chops on the side of my steak. You know, sprinkled <laughs> Oh my gosh, so funny. Okay, Dina, I realize I went boom, boom. So it's oh, that's okay. All right, something you're most proud of? Most proud of? I gotta say, I gotta say, my real estate career. Um, yeah. You know, um, I have I I came from the restaurant business, and you know, customer service from the time I was like 14 years old, getting paid under the table to wash dishes, to the time I was about. Um, 34, 35, uh, I was in the restaurant business and doing customer service. And so, wow. you know, making a max of like $65,000 a year yeah. um, to doing what we can make in real estate was, um, I just have come further than I ever thought was possible. So, and then taking, <laughs> my, awesome. family along, Love it. <laughs> taking my family along the ride with me has been a lot of fun. That is so cool. Very cool. And I've heard a very similar story. Um, college friend of mine who just entered into the real estate industry and was doing something very similar. And it's like his eyes have been open for the first time. <laughs> so yeah. cool. Yeah. That's so Entrepreneurship cool. broke my brain. It, it, it's like, <laughs> like, I don't yeah. even believe in college anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, guess, yeah. I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> hey. We're all entitled okay. to our own opinions. We yeah. are yeah. for sure. So <laughs> cool. Um, biggest accomplishment. Biggest accomplishment was um, th I would say this year. I, my wife and I we bought our dream house. We bought our dream house. Awesome. Uh, she's always wanted a basement, so I got I got baby cakes uh, a basement so we could shove all the kids down there. And ignore them and totally neglect them, so they have issues <laughs> they have to get over. And um, uh, it. it's actually three levels, and we the top level is both of our offices and our library, and um, okay. we're just we're just super excited about being in here. That and I think it's important dream. to mention that finding a basement in Arizona is incredibly rare. So That's it's right. not like so coming, you know. For those of you who are listening to Minnesota, like it's not a standard thing. Like most yeah. most homes are slab on grade in Arizona. Correct. So that's, yeah, that's really awesome. I had no idea. I had yeah. no clue. Yeah. yeah. Makes Basis sense. Very rare. Very rare. Yeah. Cool. So did you did you end up building it or did you No, it was a resale home. It was okay. a resale home um in Gilbert. Like we had lived in Chandler for 12 years mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we didn't plan on moving out of Chandler. Um, but this house came up and, you know, when, uh, when she says, this is the one, <laughs> you got to go make it the one and you yep. got to go. Make it. So, <laughs> that's awesome. That's Wait, so I just have to say, 
before we before Dina asks the last question, I do want to share with our listeners and we'll make sure to share like how they can connect with you too. Um, but once they do, they'll see that you oftentimes are posting hashtag hot ass Heidi, right? Hot ass Heidi, that's the one. <laughs> Woo! She's got it, baby. She fills out a pair of jeans. I'm never going to get sick of that. Hell no. Gotta, oh my gosh, I, I love that. So because I post that so much and, you know, I've been in the restaurant business and I've lived in this area of Phoenix since I was five. So, I've you know, I've grown up here. There's a lot of people here. Well, people will walk up to Heidi at Costco that she's never met before. She's like, you're hot ass Heidi. You're hashtag hot ass Heidi, aren't you? And like there's some clients that are like, how do you let him get away with that? If my husband talked about my ass like that, all I would be, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm never going to get sick of it. She's my yeah. girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, we have. I think that's. I think that's a great way to show your love. I think that's awesome. I don't know know if her parents approve of that, (laughs) but you know, it is. (laughs) Oh well, it's fine. So on the heels, on the heels of that, are you a sweet or salty guy? Uh, (laughs) It goes back and forth. I um I I am addicted to chocolate. Um, chocolate and peanut butter with the last name Reese kind of like I have to do that <laughs> yeah and then I put a lot of salt on my my all my protein so like I yeah that, I gotta say it's a draw but all right because I'm I'm leaning towards health I'm gonna go with the salty today all right all right that's fair. well we can always we can always just mix the sweet and salty together and that's oh, like yeah. what bam <laughs> how you get a body like you can't this. lose yep it's a win-win situation <laughs> love it all right you've made it through the rapid fire questions chris unscathed of course um now we're going to get into our meat and potato questions um so let's go ahead and start off with um you did give a little bit of insight as to the start of like the background and the start of getting into real estate but let's hear a little bit more about like the why well, the why was um, I was a Starbucks store manager for seven years, and that's the last stop I made on my restaurant career. And one day, you know, I was writing the schedule, and as a Starbucks store manager, you're pretty much a babysitter for college students. And mm-hmm. I was writing the schedule, just kind of pulling my hair out. And uh, one of my baristas, one of my um, baristas that was a little older, she was like, Chris, what are you doing? You could do so much more with your life. I said, I'm open to suggestions, uh, you know, like, because this is not my dream job by any means. She said, you'd be a fantastic realtor. And I said, well, who's going to train me? And she said, well, I am a realtor and I just work here for the benefits. But my husband's one of the top agents in his company. And I'll bet with some convincing, I train him. And sure enough, I met with him. I did the schooling. And I got my real estate license and um, I made negative $11,000 in my first year of real estate and got three months behind on my mortgage and thought I made a huge mistake going from a salary job to a full commission job. Oh, my my first year I sold first year I sold five houses and like I said, made negative $11,000. And my second year I sold 19 houses and I made I made double what I made at Starbucks in one year. And then the next year I sold like about 30 houses and it's just kind of gone up 
from there, it just kind of caught wind and caught fire. That's cool. awesome. And how long have you been in real estate? I am, I'm entering, I'm in my eighth year going on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Something I want to point out is it isn't <laughs> real estate and mortgage is not all rainbows and butterflies and like walking on the moon isn't no it is not always about reigning in the money um though there is a wonderful wonderful opportunity um as long as you're not fearful of like that component of earning a ton of money which oftentimes is what you know like is the barrier for people but chris is giving us kind of that like insight and being very insightful and and I love the raw honesty too Chris I was gonna say that's a reality when you're getting into the industry is that you may not make the money that you think you're going to right out the gate but persisting is so important discipline is so important which is very obvious Chris that you have those in place otherwise your business wouldn't have succeeded the way that it has. Sorry, go ahead, Dina. I was going to say, like, adding to that, like, the vulnerability to even share that, because I do think that's something, you know, even within my team, like, I talk to agents about that a lot. Like, the money is, it can be great, but so many people are scared to talk about it, or they think, Mm -hmm. okay, I don't make enough to open my own business account or do something like that. And it's like, that's how people get behind. That's how people stop filing their taxes. And that's yep. how people get out of real estate because yep. they they get, you know, two, three years into it. And they're like, holy shit, I owe the IRS, you know, $30,000 or $40,000. I don't have that. So <laughs> I have to go find another job. So I think it's awesome that you are willing to share that, Chris, and that, you know, to show that you can overcome that and you just got to stick to it and, get those transactions done. Yes. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what, that is you talk about vulnerability. Vulnerability is a superpower. And uh, I have spent, I have spent more money on counseling. So, so along <laughs> with your real estate career, well, along with that license, you should just hire a fucking counselor right alongside it because you're yeah. going to need it. You're yeah. going to need it. <laughs> yeah. That and then I would say surrounding yourself with um, people who are going to support you and uplift you, but not necessarily um, enable you, (laughs) if if I might just say that. So, you know, give you give you really the like, hey, how about this instead of that as a decision, you know what I mean? And speaking from people who have been in the industry and can really, you can count on them as a mentor for guidance. So yeah, yeah. (laughs) good point, Chris. Really good point. Absolutely. Okay. So we know a little bit about how you got into real estate and we know, you know, the market has been exploding and especially in Arizona, but What we'd love to hear about is what have you seen like recently in the market, you know, maybe the past like two, three, four months, like what are you guys seeing down there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here in Arizona, our rates are going in between, you know, the low fives and high fives right to six. And that's, that's just kind of where we've been sitting. 
And when that started creeping up in April, um, April was still crazy. May, everyone was kind of like, hey, what's going on? It slowed down a little bit. And June, it was like breaks, like the breaks were hit. Um, And that's also when my wife and I found the dream house. Um, And so we put, and to buy this dream house, we put three of our own personal properties up for sale. And like the weekend, the breaks were just like complete, like, and it was like all of the excess buyers were like, nope, we're priced out because of this interest rate. So I just this summer, I got to live through the realistic market myself as a realtor. And, mm-hmm. uh, and we still made great money. We just had to be very patient. We had to yep. make concessions. We had to do repairs which for the last two years, repairs and concessions were just unheard of, right? So, yeah. um, but still tons of equity there. What I have noticed, uh, I met with my mastermind this morning and the homes that are listed and priced properly and are completely fixed up, you know, totally upgraded, they're still receiving multiple offers, right? Yeah. So there's still a demand. There's still a demand out there for the right homes. But the buyers for the first time in two years have options. They have options. Yeah, and my yeah. buyers know that. And they're all kind of gun shy, right? My buyers are just kind of gun shy. Of like, is it going to go down more? Should we wait a little more? Mm-hmm. And I said, you have the option right now to pick the house that you want. Okay. Yes. So, yeah. So you don't have to, you get to pick the house I'm you taking want. Taking a note. I'm taking yeah. a note there because that's good. Yeah. You have the option to pick the house. So yeah. good. That's so good. Um, Yeah, I think now, so something I want to um, just piggyback off of that is, you know, that happened back in June. We felt it too. We're feeling it here now quite a bit. And we have the seasonality, right? I mean, we truly like people do not want to budge during the winter. And you can already sense that plus in conjunction with you know, what the feds have done with the fed fund rate multiple times in anticipation of it happening again and where rates are sitting now. Um, You talk about being priced out back then, it feels like more and more have been priced out even more so now. So are you, are you feeling that more so now than back in June? I would say, I would say it's kind of, it's kind of become known now where it was like really a, yeah. it was like a sticker shock from all the buyers that were getting beat out by multiple offers in March and April. Well, now their rates, you know, 500, 600, 700 more dollars because that, that rate jumped a point. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they're definitely feeling it there and they have this sticker shock. So they signed another year lease or they signed a, you know, six month lease. Now it's just kind of, it's becoming learned, you know, like the market people that are not in real estate are learning like, okay, these are the rates, right? And if the good communicators are like, hey, you know, the term date the rate, like I I love it and I don't love it because the rates might stay like this for a while or they might come down, you know, we're all hoping one make they ease up a little bit, like everybody would love low fives, mid fours. Um, yep. I think in my, most of my adult life, my mortgages have always been in the fours, right? Yeah. Right. So 
So, you know, the, the part where we get creative is now instead of maybe asking for concessions on closing costs, the concessions are going towards buying down points on that rate to make it affordable. And being that the sellers are sitting on the market a little bit longer, maybe instead of repairs, we're gearing more towards like, hey, seller, buy this um, buyer's rate down, you know, with a concession. And, and that's where we're finding a little bit more success and creativity. Yeah, we've been hearing, I mean, we've been hearing a lot of like the two one buy down, right, to get people in and at a payment that feels more comfortable up here, Mm -hmm. for sure. That's been a very big recent trend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. sure. I'm taking some good notes here, Chris. And um, I mean, it's none of what you have said is is absolute rocket science or um, like, big news, but I think that it's important, just little tidbits, because Dina and I are consistently wanting to educate our our listeners here on the podcast. Um, but we've got mortgage lenders, we've got real estate agents that are listening to the podcast as well. And to be able to give them the fuel to educate the individuals that are around them is really critical. So, you know, these are these are really good touching touch points topics of conversation to have with buyers in regards to, okay, yes, you do have rates that have increased and that's just the reality. But how does it like, how does this actually benefit you? And the benefit is that you see all of these people pull back and it now is the time to actually swoop in because you have your choice. (laughs) You have your choice. Yep. One other thing that I want, sorry, I just, I'm going to keep going here for just mm-hmm. a hot second. One of the other things that Chris mentioned was, and we've talked about this um, within the last couple of weeks is the individuals who are feeling that sticker shock and going, maybe I should continue to rent. The The reality of that flip side of the coin is that rents are going to continue to go up just as just as much as the rates are going up like that that is kind of the conjunction the correlation is like when housing goes up so do the rents that's just how that curve is and so would you rather pay you know somebody else's mortgage or pay you know at a multifamily housing complex i hate using the word complex but for lack of better words right now or put that money into building equity for yourself. Like that's yeah. your equity. That is your net worth. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. That's all, that's all folks. Yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah, because we, our team has been talking about this a lot too. And it's like, you know, the whole date the rate thing. It's like, you can't, you can't refinance on a home you don't own. Right. So it's like, yeah. if you decide to not buy now, like, because you do have that sticker shock, that's fine until rates are even higher or the appreciation goes up. And it's like, how many times do you hear from, you know, buyers who were looking a year ago or two years ago that, oh, I wish I would have bought then, you know, I wish I would have bought last year. And it's like, I think we're going to hear the same thing from buyers next year, because once this all gets sorted out, like, like you said, Chris, like there's going to be more competition again and there's Mm -hmm. going to be multiple offers again because there's still not enough inventory. So 
Because it'll take time to recoup on that inventory, you know, not only for sellers to go, yep, I'm ready because now rates are, I feel a little bit more comfortable with rates or, you know, the builders actually getting back on that (laughs) train of building once again. I do. I know that's not one of our questions, Chris, but I am interested. Like, what are you guys seeing for like new construction out there and like, you know, builders and developers? Like, what does that I look see like? see a smirk. I know. <laughs> I, um, well, you already cussed and I've cussed. So the new builders out here really um, were not nice to uh, resale agents. Um, we were just, for lack of better words, we were told we weren't needed the last two years. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the tables are absolutely turning on that. <laughs> um, and in fact, like there are, there's a, a wave of buyers that went under contract with new builds in February and March, and they were quoted by their lender 2.9 low threes on their interest rates. And now because of building delays, they're like they're not going to finish until after the new year, and their new interest rate is now six and five yeah. and a half, and like yeah. it's like fifteen hundred dollars on top of what they're originally. So they're like, there are some buyers that are talking about walking away yeah. from their their deposit because it's mm-hmm. they could go get a resale house and make that deposit back on concessions, right? So, I'm not giving advice on that or anything like that, but, but new builds, you know, you can't trust their delays, like, like their delays, you know, and they put in their contract here that they have up to two years to finish the house and they're (laughs) definitely at the year. They're at the year mark right now. And who's, you know, in this ever changing market, who wants to wait a year to make that big of a decision? Um, Especially yeah, now so that inventory is back up on on homes, you know, like you can go get what you want, right? Yeah. 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 That's over, I mean, it's interesting that I guess you guys kind of have the opposite because it probably gets too hot to build there, right? Oh, no. no? Okay. We just get, they just go out there at four in the morning and they're okay. done at two o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> because it is interesting that like, because we're, we're probably about that same timeline too. Like I, I've had several where it's, it takes about 11 months to get a new build done here. Um, more or less depending on the builder, but I would say 11 to 12 months is standard. And that's surprising considering like all the weather stuff we have to deal with that you'd think that it would be a little bit quicker down there, but I, yeah. And part of it is like, I know the latest delay was like finding labor, right? It's like, okay, you got the appliances figured out. You got the windows are still challenging. Now you don't have anybody to install anything or build anything. So yeah. 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 Interesting. It is very interesting. That was a great, like kind of off the cuff question too. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I want to ask, I'm kind of skipping around here if that's okay. Um, Chris, what are you seeing in terms of influx in or influx out of Arizona specifically in your region? And maybe you can speak on behalf of Arizona in general, um, mass exodus or vice versa. You know, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a little bit of both. I've seen, I've seen a lot of people that have lived here a long time 
they are feeling the like the the population growth from states like New York and California, those high tax mm -hmm. areas. We're like we're we're enough of like a mega city that the people from California and New York, they'll come here to the Phoenix area um, and feel like a relief from those high tax areas. Whereas sure. the people that have lived here a long time, there's some that are feeling and, and they're jamming out. Like one of my good friends who was raised here, he's like, I'm going to Arkansas. I'm out of here. And, <laughs> Arkansas. Um, and so, Arkansas. Yeah, Interesting. Right. Well, there's a little bit of a family reason, but it's also like he's also a boat and an outdoorsman. So now he can put his nice. boat on the lake year round and fish okay. and do what he wants. And so, you know, that's more of a personal story. And in fact, I I could probably refer you to um, to a, a really great Arkansas agent that would probably knock this podcast out of the water just like. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know, that is actually a region that we wouldn't have even have thought of, yeah. but I actually think it's like, we yeah. should, we absolutely should. Yeah. It's, it's anyway, she's great. Her name's Ashley. And so, um, so I have seen, I've seen a little bit of the people like that are feeling the traffic and like the congestion here. I don't feel it. I love it. I've been here since I was five and I don't, I mean, I might have a house in the outskirts somewhere along the line but i love where i'm at at the moment um but cool. yeah still a lot of california people a lot of chicago people a lot of new york high-tax states that are coming to arizona yeah i i want to just share real quick too something that i've experienced over the last um couple of months i actually had two referrals um from the same area in um I want to say it was, oh my gosh, I want to say it was Chandler, mm -hmm. Chandler, Arizona. Um, and I was like, do these people don't even know each other and they live, I think that they live within like a couple miles of each other. <laughs> so interesting, but they had two very different stories about why they wanted to move here. Mm -hmm. Um, one was education. They, they were very keen and had heard wonderful things about Minnesota um, the education system and specifically a couple of the school districts within the Twin Cities metro area. Um, the other family, they were just sick and tired of the heat. Yeah. <laughs> just that. tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but both of them, I thought it was so funny. Both of them, I had to have um, conversations and our like our full on what is like, you know, my initial consultation was so long. Like it went, normally it's like 20, 30 minutes, get to know you, get to know your goals around your upcoming purchase. How can I be of benefit to you? Um, and we talked for probably an hour and a half, both times yeah. about what they needed to expect with the winter weather. So I, I got you. That is a good conversation to have with people moving from yeah. Arizona. I for bet. Sure. Yes. I had a cabin up in the mountains here in Arizona, about three and a half hours away from where I'm at, up in Pine Top, Arizona. And we had a big snow in February. And so we we were up there. And I'll tell you what, it was absolutely majestic. When the sun came up, you just see all this white that wasn't there yesterday. You're just, yes. wow. Um, 
Well, I got it. I was sick of it by four in the afternoon. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I, it's... I, had, I had to shovel the driveway. I had to, yeah. do, like, I'm like, oh my God, people do this like for six and eight months a year. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm an Arizona boy the rest of my life. I'm like, and we had sold that house. So I'm like, no, I'm, I am not a snow guy at all. I- I was going to say, it's, it's beautiful until you realize like you have to go out and deal with it at some point. Like it's pretty and like, you know, it's fun to look at, but when you actually have to deal with it, it's like, it just gets like really wearing. (laughs) I know like we went down to Arizona last year and I was like, I think we should buy a house down here for the winter. Like I'm already ready to be a snowbird. Like I could totally do it. I'm ready to help you for sure. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yes. It's a, it's a toss up for me between like there in Arizona, specifically probably that Eloy area just to be close to family or Florida. And now I'm like, Maybe not Florida. <laughs> right. Right. Actually, but my, there's scorpions my, there. So, and tarantulas. No, thank you. No, thank you. I just want to get out of the humidity. Like, that's the one thing people don't realize about Minnesota is how humid it can be. And, like, yeah. I know Arizona is hot, and I know I will hate it. But I'm, like, I can get a pool. <laughs> I can be in air conditioning. Like, yeah. that's fine. I can deal mm-hmm. with that. I can just totally. stay inside for, like, a month. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> totally oh perfect so funny now we're just talking about our like our personal lives here down yeah, the road it's great possible great. retirement what else is there to talk about <laughs> right exactly we talked about the weather we talked about the future like that's how yep. that's how we do it here so yeah awesome well is there anything else that you want to add chris like anything else about either the market or just kind of growing up there any tips or tricks for people who are even considering moving there um, you know, what would you share about Arizona and Arizona real estate? You know, Arizona, um, it's the houses hold up really well. You know, you don't, so long as you take good care of the roof, like you don't have a lot of roof issues. The biggest thing is take care of your AC unit. You know, that is because we have six months of really soul crushing heat. Yep. Having, having your AC service once a year is super smart. Mm-hmm. Um, but really just having an agent that's willing to take your time and, you know, get to know you personally, like what you're talking about and look for your needs. Um, you know, there's the, the West Valley and the East Valley, like there's great parts of the West Valley, which would be like where the Cardinals play in Glendale and Peoria. Like there's some really great parts. Um, the East Valley is where, you know, Mesa, Chandler and Gilbert are where I, I work. I work the whole Phoenix area, but um, just kind of like, you know, what everybody's doing. If you want to be close to sports events or do you want to Airbnb it? Like we have a lot of HOAs here. I don't know how big HOAs are are in Minnesota, but anything yeah. built after like 1992 has an HOA, right? Interesting. So, so okay. you know, yeah. like you'll, you'll get a lot of people not from here. They're mm-hmm. like, I want an acre, no HOA, you know, built in last year. And I'm like, okay, well, no, you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's, like, that's just not the reality. Yeah. It's it and and I'm sure you guys have the same thing up there where you know you get buyers and they hear in Minnesota, like, who would move up there? I'm gonna get a smoking deal. But we all know it the cost is the cost is. The yeah. cool thing is Arizona, you have the heat, but like we're we're two hours away from mountains and pine trees, right? 
We Love have it. amazing red rocks up in Sedona, <clears throat> right? It, it's a real artsy town and you can escape the heat. You know, it's a six hour drive to San Diego in Los Angeles if you want to go Disneyland in the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a ton of hiking that's like not even 30 minutes from Phoenix. You know, we have yes. Mountain right in the center. Yeah. If you yep. want to go hike a mountain in the middle of a city, like, it, and that's a hike. I mean, it is, it's, it's yeah. a two, two to four hour hike. Um, it just, it just has a lot to offer. There's, there's a ton of corporations and jobs moving here. You know, we have sports events, we have arenas. So concerts always find their way through Phoenix. Yeah. Um, you know, this, it, it really, we really love I really love it here. It's it's a cool place to live. Chris, you got to stop talking. Dina's going to be like, "All right, I'm on the next flight down there." Come on, you know, Zach. We, we went we went last December and we loved it. And that reminds me, have you been to the Musical Instrument Museum? No, I haven't. It is like so it is a guy from Minnesota, I think is the philanthropist behind it, but it oh, is good. such an incredible museum like in the Summertime, it would be a great place to escape the heat. We we spent like, I think we spent like six hours there before our flight and we could have spent probably two days there. Like wow. there's just so much <laughs> to see. Weird, <clears throat> weird, random thing. I think it's up in Chandler. Like it's up on the like Northeast side of town. So like right by uh, Mayo, like where the Mayo Clinic okay. is up there. It's like, so that's gonna be like pretty Kings close to Creek in North Phoenix. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, my son just, he asked for uh, an electric guitar for his 13th birthday last month. Oh. So um, so that's something I'll probably, pro- see, you like, should... they're telling me stuff to do. I know, yeah. that. <laughs> it, was, it was so random, and my husband is, like, a big music person, so he was like, I've heard really great things about this, we gotta go. Like, literally everybody that he talked to about Arizona was like, you gotta check out this museum. And it goes back to, like, you know, almost, like, caveman instruments and they have oh, wow. like the world's largest cello there like it's so random but it's really cool right oh, chris you gotta check it out yeah <laughs> definitely That's check weird. it out <clears throat> very cool chris um i think we're about ready to wrap up All that right. was really really insightful uh where can our listeners find you uh you can find me on facebook and instagram just type up chris reese it's the guy with the shades on and i'm throwing up yes the <laughs> um, if you have if you have any questions about arizona my phone number text message is absolutely the best way to get a hold of me or a phone call mm-hmm. so 602-321-8310 um that's my number fastest way to get a hold of me but for sure Beautiful. Love it. And Chris, just a heads up, we will actually, we're using that very photo for our Instagram posts coming up here this Thursday. So I'm so glad that you noted that because now our listeners will know exactly where to find They'll know they're in the right place. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. I will say, I feel like if you're looking to move to Arizona, I feel like Chris would be really fun to work with. Like, I feel oh like you would make the process really fun. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Love yeah, I'm it. I'm a good time. Like I'm it. a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I get and that's, how, that's how buying a house should be, right? It we should, should have some be. fun with this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I try to make it as simple as possible. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I, I have no problem. If the house is a piece of shit, I have no problem telling people I'm like, <laughs> This house is a piece of shit and we should cancel. <laughs> and let's go find another one. 
Um, Honesty yeah. is the best policy. That's <laughs> right. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Great. Chris, thank you again so much. It was such a pleasure. I My like cheeks hurt from laughing and smiling <laughs> so much. It was really great having you on, hearing your insight about Arizona and all the things that are happening down in that market. It's really great. So we're happy that our listeners were able to have that opportunity. So if they are looking to move down to Arizona, the Phoenix area, you are their go-to person. Thank I you so it. much. <laughs> Thank you very much to you both for having me on. It's an honor to be here. I'm happy, happy to come back anytime and answer any more questions you ever might have. We, awesome. We're going to hold you to it. We All definitely right. will. Excellent. Right. Have a great rest of the day, everyone. We hope that you enjoyed listening to this week's podcast with Chris Reese from Arizona. He's Woo! the man. <laughs> Love it. Take Thanks care. All. Thanks for listening to On a Mission, where our goal is to educate and inspire. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to us to help spread the message. It takes 30 seconds to rate and review, then share this episode with your friends. Let's spread the love. Until the next episode, cheers to your mission. Bye. Bye.